Good afternoon, everybody. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the COM Swim Team Podcast. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening so far. It's been a lot of fun to record this, to get some information to our families, and to just add some value. I know sometimes as a swim parent, well, I say I know. I have never been a swim parent, but my mom was a swim parent, and I remember how confused she was at swim meets. And I see what it's like for new parents to be on the team or people that have been on the team every season. There's something new to experience as your athlete moves up. But today we're going to we're going to talk about some celebration stories from the past weekend. I have uh, a talk today. The title is, is your is your swimmer gritty or does your swimmer have grit? And uh, and then just some general information for the team. First off, celebrating. We had. Two new tag swimmers this weekend. Raymond Martinez got his tags cut in the 50 breaststroke. And Ethan Parton got his tags cut in the 50 fly and 100 IM. Along with that, we had about seven or eight brand new B swimmers, which means our total for West Texas champs has gone from 101 up to 108, which is super awesome. So now y'all's job, if you got your B time, is to go to the meet. It's February 23rd here at COM. It's a three-day swim meet. So let's get, in, let's get into the fun part or the part that I'm most excited about today. Does your, does your swimmer have grit? So today you're going to see, uh, I think you're going to see a lot of me in this talk. So I, I, uh, I'm like really passionate about this subject because I think, I think grit and the ability to push through and work hard is like the determining factor between success and failure. There's talent, there's circumstance, there's all those things, but if there's something you can control, it's how hard you work. And just to point out how gritty I am, I am uh, sick, so I sound kind of bad right now, but I'm, I'm still recording this podcast, and I'm still going to be at work today, regardless of how I feel, because I love what I do here, and I think these kids need me to be here. I mean, I think they do. They're, they'd probably be glad if I wasn't here for a day or two. Um, I think they would miss me, though, after two days. So uh, let's get this started with my my story and why I'm so passionate about grit and perseverance and the ability to push through. Okay, so I was what you would call a late starter in the sport of swimming. I didn't start swimming until I was 14, and the only reason I joined was because I tried every sport, didn't get much playing time, wasn't very good, and my mom said, you have to do something, so she gave me $20 to join the swim team, and my only reply, I actually thought I I won this bet, because I didn't even know there was a swim team, so I thought I just got 20 free dollars, which was really exciting for me, turns out there was a swim team, my first year of swimming, I didn't really do much, which is fine, I wasn't that into it. Second year, me and my buddies made it to regional finals, which was a huge step for our team. We weren't very good, and that lit the spark for me. I started to do club swimming after that. My club coach was actually Coach Flato, which is the head coach for the high school head coach here. And uh, that was a lot of fun, but I could only do it for three months. My coach was giving me a ride every evening after school, and uh, he went home to the Philippines over the summer. And I didn't have a ride to practice, so I had to quit. I had to quit going to club for a little bit. Started my junior year, swam throughout that year, and uh, but I, I was hungry. I really wanted to do well in the sport. I even would go to city pools at night and swim by myself for an hour and a half. 
no workout, I would just I would just remember swimming. And I just remember choosing to swim. And I was like, yeah, I want to get better, so I'm going to swim. And then after my junior season, I joined club again. And uh, this time, I was able to stay. My club coach, again, gave me rides over this, um, every evening. But once summer hit, I kind of ran into the same problem. Uh, I didn't have a ride. But this year, I was, I was going to be determined to not let that stop me. So what happened was um, my mom would drop me off at the pool, and the pool was 40 minutes away to the long course pool. Um, and she dropped me off about 20 minutes before the pool even opened so that she could still get to work in time. And then after practice, I would ride the city bus home. So imagine sticking your high schooler on a city bus. I think that's a – when I say city bus to the kids here – they're like, what? But in Midland, there's not a big public transportation system, so that makes sense. But uh, I rode the bus. I rode the bus home from practice. It was about a two-hour bus ride because I had to change buses like three times going across town. And uh, I, so I did that for the whole summer. And then I mowed lawns to pay for the swimming. My mom had said, uh, and nothing against my family. I love them to death, but that's just that's just where we were at. It was like, hey, I can't afford to pay these swimming dues and meets and all this for you. So if you want to do it, you're going to have to make it work. Which at that point would have been really easy for me to say like, well, I guess I won't do club swimming anymore. I'll just wait till high school swimming comes around and it'll work out. But I, I said no. Like, okay, let's make this work. My mom bought me a box of candy from Sam's and I, uh, I sold it at school. So I was selling candy at school during the week. I was mowing lawns on the weekend that I didn't have meets to to pay for my swimming. I was determined I was going to make it happen. I went to 10 practices a week between club and high school, which is a little more than what our kids do now. But looking back, I probably overtrained. But I was just, like, dumb and happy, and I was just ready to swim. Uh, and looking back, like, if you asked me to do it again right now, I don't know if I could do it, but I at that moment, like, that was the only option, so that's what I did. Fast forward to college. I got a job here at COM in the middle of my junior year of college. I was swimming in college, and uh, I got to coach two hours, two to three hours a day, plus all the weekends, meets, and all that, and I just loved it. Like, I didn't really care what they had me doing. They stuck me with kids. I was excited. I was like, yes, let's do this, and here I am now full-time coach for COM Aquatics. I'm six years in. I think this is I think this is the best job I've had so far. I'm a little young, but uh, I will never forget what I did to get this far, and I will never take it for granted. So that being said, does your swimmer have grit? Um, so here, here are some, here are some uh, takeaways or some things to look out for. Do, does your swimmer make excuses? You know, if grit is one of the things that is most important in pushing through in our sport, because our sport is not easy. If anybody tells you that, I would argue that they don't try hard enough. So let's look at the first thing. Does your swimmer make excuses? This is a very simple thing to look for, and it's it's really easy to make excuses for things. Oh, I, didn't, I couldn't go to morning practice because I stayed up late doing homework. Oh, I couldn't swim fast enough because my goggles filled up with water. Or my goggles fogged up. Or I got kicked in the middle of the set. Like, there's there's so many tiny little excuses that are actually very real. Like, those things really did happen. But are they using them 
as a crutch to not do things. So that's something to look out for. Does your swimmer make excuses? Um, and at the end of this, I'm going to talk about how to how do we how do we coach them? How do we parent them through this? Um, I am not a parent, so I'm not going to sit here and tell the parents how to parent. But I do know how to motivate and move young people, and I have learned that young kids really do want to excel and succeed at the things they do. So that being said, um, the next one. Is your, is your swimmer willing to make sacrifices, or do they understand their sacrifices? Some of the sacrifices I made was time. When I started coaching at COM, uh, from that point forward, I didn't go to a single basketball or volleyball game at my college. When you're coaching till 8 at night in Midland, and your school's in Odessa, it just doesn't really work out with the end of practice and then driving back. Um, what a... What do they? What are they sacrificing? Like that—that that is really important. So, do they sacrifice swim time for school, or vice versa? So, take a look at what they're sacrificing, because anybody will be fooling themselves if they think they can just continue their life normally without making sacrifices. If you want to get fit, if you want to lose weight, if you want to do something better, you have to make a sacrifice. You have to be disciplined in an area. You have to limit yourself in one area to have more freedom in another. If I want to be able to play beautiful music from piano, well, I'm going to have to stop playing video games four hours a day and go sit in front of a piano and work at it. So does your swimmer, does your swimmer make sacrifices or understand that they have to make sacrifices? Like some kids, when I talk to them about like, well, yeah, then it sounds like you shouldn't go to that. And they just look at me like, wait, what? Like not go to this to my friend's birthday party and i'm not saying every kid needs to be super hardcore but when it matters that much to you making sacrifices is really easy another thing uh that gritty kids resemble is they are never victims of their circumstance no matter what happens their eyes stay on the mission i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about a swimmer i'm not gonna say their name but if it's your kid you probably know who I'm talking about. She broke her arm one season, was out for six weeks, but after a week or two was kicking with a kickboard, with a bag over her arm. It was like, yeah, we're going to keep the arm dry, and we're going to kick for these workouts. Um, a year later, a year or two later, had surgery on her knee. Another setback. And this athlete never once has said, poor me, I'm hurt, so I can't, I can't, I can't be better. They just said, hey, these are my goals, and I'm still going to go for it, which is just super exciting and awesome. Some, some legit circumstances, they're, they're real. Bad things happen. Your goggles do break in the middle of a swim. You will have some pain. You will be sick. You will be tired, and your kids will be stressed out. Like, these things are so real, and I say that to the kids every time. Like, hey, I believe you. Like, I really do believe that your arm hurts. Or you jammed your finger on the wall. But I need you to do this regardless. Because at the end of the day, like later in life, there are so many things you have to do even if you don't want to do it. Even if you don't feel like doing it. Especially when it's not easy. Um, and it's just a really practical way to push through and show grit. So how to overcome these stress not letting our swimmers be victims of circumstance. 
how to show them making sacrifices is important, how to show them to not make excuses and take ownership. Um, there's a couple books I would recommend, Mindset by uh, Carol Dweck and Grit by, I can't remember her name, but both are really great books and they just talk about the mindset and the skills you need to push through and get better. And neither of these books uh, are like miracle cures that they say, if you do this, you will reach the Olympics. But these books do say that if you take this approach on life, eventually you will be successful. Uh, what I liked about mindset is just the way you look at things. So does your swimmer say, oh my God, I have to go to practice? Or do they say, I get to go to practice? Do they say, I have to be, I have to swim the mile? Or do I get to swim the mile? Another way to help your swimmers is point out a decision that they have to make. Let them make the decision and let it play out. And then talk to them about it. But we don't have to always make the decisions for them, especially at the older high school level. Like, we can't set goals for your swimmers. The swimmer has to own it and want to be at a certain point. And then the coaches come in and say, this is how we're going to get you there. At the younger level... We can point out, hey, these are some good goals for you. I think you should go for this. And we teach them those baby steps so that by the time they're middle school, high school, they can say, this is what I want to do. But you let them make decisions, and then you own it. So if they're going to miss practices for this, say, okay, that's awesome. But it's going to impact this. Are you okay with that? And the number one thing, and this is really hard as a coach, you have to be non-judgmental about it. If I have a swimmer who cares more about orchestra than swimming, and they're going to put more time into that, but they still want to be on the swim team, I have to respect that. You know, I, it's not my decision to make them a swimmer. It's my job to help them be the best swimmer that they want to be. And I know all the skills to do that, but they have to make the decision. And lastly, as coaches and parents, uh, we have to model it. You know, if they watch us, if they watch us as soon as we're sick or something goes wrong, we quit and we give up. I mean, that's, that's what they're going to do. If they watch us always pass, pass the blame or make excuses for something, that's what they're going to do. If they, if they watch how we handle stress, like that is what they're going to do. It's really amazing. And I'm not even talking about parents, but at the coach's level, the athletes model the coach to an extent. Like if the coach has a great attitude, is positive, like, yeah, we can do this. Then the kids, the kids will emulate that. And that comes from parents, coaches. As much as kids like to be independent, they're, they're watching us all the time. And they're, they're listening and they're learning. And when it comes time to that moment, especially when they're older, and you say, hey, don't make excuses. And they look at you and they say, well, you made an excuse. And you're like, that's right. I need to be better. But uh, thanks for listening to this, guys. I'm sorry that my voice sounds so crummy. But like I said, the podcast must go on. Every Monday, I want to throw this out. I'm really excited about it. Um, and I'm really excited about this upcoming season. We only have we only have two meets left. We have West Texas Champs, February 23rd, here at COM. And then the following weekend, we have tags and sectionals. If you're qualified for those meets, check it out on your communicator. The dates and time are there. If you haven't done your service hours, go sign up for West Texas Champs. Um, we have a holiday.
coming up, which is going to be President's Day, February 19th. And we have practice from 3 to 5 only for West Texas Champs qualifiers. So it's only for West Texas Champs qualifiers. And then from 5 to 6, there's going to be a dinner, like a celebration, preparation dinner for everybody. Um, there's not much else going on at COM. We have updated short course, ro- long course rosters for next season. You can see what group your swimmer is going to be in, who their new coach is going to be. We have uh, we have the schedule for parent meetings that are going to be the week after West Texas Champs. So you're going to get to have a, a group meeting with your, your coach for next season, and we're going to get to talk about the expectations of that team. Um so if you guys if you guys have a topic that you want to hear about or you want to hear me talk about, uh, just send us a message on Facebook or Instagram or email. You can email me at mikea at comaquatics.com. Thank you so much for everything you do. I love being a part of COM. I love pushing our kids. And I love seeing the parents being the backbone of why our team is so successful. You guys have a great afternoon.